0: It seems lately I could start any of my episodes with, it has been some time since my last episode. Some time is easy because for you, time is different than for me. Well, it's not. <laughs> it's different for me in the fact that I am recording this at a time and you are listening to it at a different time. Do I need to explain that further or is that something that we both understand? All right, here it is. I've been doing some consideration Because my mind has been mine and only mine for a while. I haven't been thinking about the show. I've been doing writing and I've been doing school. And by the pinched breath that I just exerted, you can think to yourself, okay, Jet is in need of decompression. Okay, you're right. Thank you. Being psychotherapy, I guess you're psychotherapizing me. Here it is. For the last two weeks, I've been going to school. Not just school, but brick and mortar school. Those of you who are younger and don't know the phrase brick and mortar, all that means is that... It is a location, I'm actually going to a school. I get in a car and I drive to a place and I walk in the door and I sit down with a mask on and I learn. And that is different, that has been kind of surreal. The show has started, this is Psychotherapy, thank you for listening, let's play that jingle. This is different. This is strange. This is something I was not expecting because I went to school a while ago. As you know, I'm quantum 30, and so let's say it was 10 years ago. And when I went to this college, it felt a lot like it did the first time I went to college. And I sent a probe down into my brain and said, how do you feel about this? My brain said, uh uh-huh. Then I sat down and I was being tootled. Um, that is, uh, I guess, my word right now for being teached. Teached, taught, yeah, listen to how smart I am. And uh, I sent another thought into my head to see what would come back, and my head said, yeah, this is fine, this is school. And then I got confused. Is it normal to be okay with going back to school however many years it's been since I last started? Do I feel different than the kids who are in class? Do I call them kids? Yes, maybe I do. I got to get out of the habit of that because we're all the same age. But do I feel different? I think no. And then my brain, because it's a brain that interprets narrative and puts that into quantifiable terms, I try and define it in a colorful way. I wasn't able to do that. I'm in class. I'm sitting down. I'm with students. I don't feel different than them, and they don't feel different than me, and they don't treat me as if I'm different than them. I know a lot more. I probably knew a lot back then, too, but I have tested it. It's a class for directing film advanced class. And other than the fact that it's a five-hour class, two-hour lecture, and three-hour lab, uh, which is tough because I got a little bit of the ADD, the problem with it is that I keep trying to figure out what it is that the problem with it is. And that's not even the topic of the show, so you go ahead and take that and think about it. If you went back to school, for you it would probably be 20 years later, 30 years later, 10 years later, whatever it is. I'm just guessing. You think that it would be so different, but like most things, it wouldn't. Now maybe if you have kids and you see these kids as kids that are like your kids, that'd be different. That's not the case with me. I'm learning, uh, am I? No, I'm not learning because most of this stuff I already know, but I am being forced to produce, which is great because left to my own devices, I just do construction work around this property, which is what Gina and I have been doing. The last time I talked to you, I hadn't even gone on vacation. And recently I went to Mammoth. Next topic. So there it is with school, Chew on that. That thing you're afraid to do, maybe it's simpler than you thought. Maybe it's just not any different than you wanted it to be. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Maybe it's something you need to check off your list, but I'm on the next topic, so here it comes. Hi folks, Future Jet here. So topic one was about doing a thing that you're most scared of, which in my case was school. You would think it's the most fish out of water thing in the world, but there I was, and it wasn't weird. Now we move on to topic two, which is going to be how I felt when I was on my camping trip. Mm -hmm. Eckhart Tolle used to do this in his book and I have a singing bowl, so there you go. Mammoth, my annual trip. If you listen to this show, this would be the second or third time we've gone to Mammoth together. I think third, yes. It was fine, but it wasn't magic. I think it's because we've switched our priorities. Going to Mammoth and taking a vacation away from our real life isn't as exciting or interesting to us as actually working on the life we've created. The last year and a half, now, one could argue since 2018, it has been a sustained effort in a singular direction, and that direction being improvement for both of us. And that is what we've been doing. Now we're starting to see results. I have films, I have scripts. People are seeing the stuff I'm doing. I am perfecting the things that I am working on in order to be able to have them go out publicly. I've won awards for my writing. What do you do with this new version of yourself? You know, they always say it's in the journey, it's not the destination, and I get why they say that. When you get to a destination, you can't stay there. And the device that brought you to the destination is the journey. So getting good at the journey, just meaning in my case, an uphill climb to something that you weren't before. When you get to the destination, you're kind of confused because it is the struggle, the effort that you have gotten used to and derive pleasure from. So the destination doesn't mean anything to someone who is a climber because it is the climbing that you have grown muscle in. The talent you now have is in going up doing things you haven't done before being good at being uncomfortable and so when you're sitting there and you're like oh i have a degree oh i have this dream thing oh i put myself in this position oh i'm doing all the things i want you go well shit. it really is that situation that i've talked about before where you get to the peak of a mountain and it is only then that you see the peak in the distance that you didn't know was there and that is your ultimate goal And I think in the case of a person like me, that is how I'd like to continue to live my life. Now, I'd like the destinations that I arrive to be more comfortable. I'd like them to have central air. I'd like some of them to be on the ocean. I'd like some of them to be houses in the mountains. I'd like to have... No, not have. I'd like to enjoy the fruits of my labor, the fruits of my effort, the fruits of my intelligence. Is it like an addiction? I don't know. I guess everything could be compared to an addiction, but unlike drinking, this is not destructive. Well, that's just a positive addiction. Well, yeah, but that's the difference between night and day. That's like saying backwards is just forward in the other direction. That was pretty good, by the way. (laughs) But it's true. Forward is better than backward. Being fine with where you are right now is the best, but, you know, we have to continue. Tomorrow's going to come. Try and enjoy the now. Topic three. Here we go. Ready? Topic three. I've been thinking about this today because Gina and I have been doing a lot of work around the property. And sometimes I get mad at her for no reason. I'll see her. Well, I'll tell you what it is. I'll be honest with you. My honesty cap is on. It's blue and has a little uh, twirly thing on the top like those uh, what Dennis and Menace, old timey. Anyway, you know what it is. Here's my honesty cap. What about that sorting hat? Hufflepuff. That's from Harry Potter. Topic number three. I don't really. Shut up, Jet. Okay, here it is. I got mad at Jean yesterday because she was tearing apart our porch. Our porch was built very quickly when we first moved in. It had to be because it was raining like crazy. The first two years we lived here, it was <laughs> its like the old west. There were so many puddles and mud and you couldn't get up to our house without drenching your feet. You couldn't do anything. We were still working in film and television, so this was a no-go. So we had to build a porch in a hurry. Now, we didn't have a lot of money or we thought we didn't have a lot of money. At the time we felt strapped for cash so we bought crooked wood it was gina's idea but i went along with it not placing blame it was a good porch for five years but it was crooked and it was wonky and i called it the tim burton porch because it looked like something out of that nightmare before christmas it was awful word edward hands. not sponsors either of them so gina started destroying it the other day as i was building some kind of shelf near our retaining wall i could put pictures up why well, don't know. i put some pictures up on uh, the page i think it's run hollywood It is, and I don't think that I know that. So she's pulling up the porch, and she's wearing these short shorts. She's wearing this cute top, and she's wearing sandals. Now, guys, I'm not talking about what you see on these demo shows with these girls who are quote-unquote tough and no tools. Gina has a pick in one hand. She has a giant pry bar in the other hand. She's got a saw, and she is tearing up out of these railroad ties this wonky porch, but it is gritty, dirty, muddy work. And I see her and it's like seeing, I don't know, an angel, something from Greek mythology coming out of the mud. And I think my primary thought without any actual acknowledgement was, I've failed as a man. Why is this beautiful, perfect woman back here wasting her life away in this mud village? It's not a village. Well, that's a little bit of a village. And I said, it's because you're an asshole, Jed. If she was with another guy, a richer guy, a better guy. She'd be somewhere, and then I start playing those mental movies. Now, remember, I make movies for a living, so, or I'm trying to, so this is not unusual, and I can make really elaborate ones. So I'm a piece of shit. I'm a loser, and instead of saying all those things, which I have said and I do say later, I'm like, Gina, you got to stop doing this. Why are you doing this? It really pisses me off, and I go off on a rant. (sighs) And then later, I explain to her that I'm an idiot. (laughs) Not too later. I'm pretty good at interrupting myself. But I explained to her, hey, you know what? I'm an idiot. And she knows it. And she acknowledges it. But I'm getting mad at her for doing this because she's afraid of doing what it is I believe she was put on this earth to do, which is be what she is, an actress. But isn't she in charge of her own life? Yes, but you're married. You have a friend. You have a relationship. You have a brother. You have a sister. You have someone that you care about. And you want for them to have the best life, probably children too. And I blame myself. My grandfather used to go, I blame myself. I'm sure it's from a movie. I don't know what it is, but that's the impression he did. And then she feels sad because she's out of alignment with what she's supposed to be doing, and now she's being reminded of it by her husband. Sounds like I'm saying that, and that's unfair. It's not unfair. It's a choice she's made, and it's okay. I know plenty of people like that. But I want her to live a fulfilled life, and I know she has these goals. The only reason I talk about this is that I'm a simple man. (laughs) Hold on. Did I just say I was a simple man? Uh, I'm sure I explained why. Sorry. I just... You know anyway back to the show i am a complex verbal creature but i am a simple human man spiritually i'm very complex but as a human man i'm very simple i like beautiful sexy things my wife is beautiful and sexy i like the mountains i like powerful tools and i like bigger horsepower engines and i like physical feats of strength being strong i like being fast i like making money i like winning Now, I've cut most of these things out of my life because I've become spiritually enlightened, or at least I understand the information in spiritual enlightenment. And so I've judged my instinct in a negative way. Well, that's not good. Jet, you should be this, this, and this. Now, I've been looking at it that way, the more advanced way, for the last 10 years. Now, these two selves clash. I want the beach house. I want the money. I want to be the boss. But then I think about how arbitrary that is. And there's two minds. Hey, Jet, I want to be the fastest, coolest, sexiest guy in the world. Big muscles. Fast trussles, I don't know what trussles are, but let's say it's my Porsche. I want a Lamborghini. I want to pull it into my garage in my Malibu house. And I have the skills to pay the bills, baby. I know how to do this. But then on the other hand, this is what happens. Jet, you do not want those things. Those are arbitrary things that mean nothing. Everywhere you go that you are, you must be one with the moment. Because there is nothing else. You are misery. Life is misery, and not in a bad way, but to understand the punishment and the difficulty of the duality of the human incarnation. You are everything. You have everything. And the fruitless effort to gain material wealth on this planet is something that would never bring you eternal satisfaction. Of course, that's an impression of Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) I get no respect. Those are my two modes. And they clash with each other because I want to give Gina those beautiful, beautiful things. White kitchen with an island. I want to have the view. I want to have all the cool stuff. But can you go for all the trappings in life and know it's a trap and that be okay? Is that okay? Is that possible? Can you be a Zen millionaire? I guess Richard Gere is. I don't know much about Richard Gere except for the fact that he used to have a relationship with the Dalai Lama. I think I can. And it wasn't until now that I realize I can because as long as I keep myself internally tuned, one of the most important things I'll be doing is hypnotherapy. That's right, I'm back in it to win it. And I promised myself I would get back to that once I got my degree. And so here I am. More on the whole school thing. That'll be an episode. We'll talk about that later. But I'm here to help you if you have any questions. Now you're thinking, why would I talk to someone who's as crazy as you are? You'd talk to me because I am crazy. I'm having a conversation with myself because I realize there are two versions. And in all of us, there's more than two, but there are two main. There's the human and there is the eternal. And this show is often a conversation between the two of them. How is the communication you have between your two halves? If it's not perfect, then maybe I can help you find me on social media. That's not what this is all about, but that's one of the things I'm going to be doing. I keep thinking I have to be one or the other, and it wasn't until I talked to you good folks that I realized I can definitely be both. I can be the jet that wants to win, that wants to have success, that wants to help other people and help them win, which is something I do for free every single day without exception. Yesterday, I was texting back and forth a guy who wants to be a director in my film class and I was giving him all the advice I could and really helping him. And the film he did was mostly my work. I didn't want credit. And I'm not even trying to get credit from you guys, I'm just saying that I do this because I want to help people. We all have varying degrees of coming off center, but as long as we have the mechanisms in place to make sure that that doesn't happen for very long, you're okay. This is probably one of the furthest times I've been away, but that's okay too because that's bound to happen. I'm glad you guys were here to listen. The world is crazy, so we must beat it with crazy. Good crazy, and that's what I'm here for. You held my hand, you looked into my eyes, and we walked down the psychopath. I'm out of good old-fashioned words, so I'm going to have to go. Thank you very much. This is Jet Dunlap for Psychotherapy, and I'll talk to you next time.